0: Uh, Adam, good morning.
1: Uh, good morning guys. First of all, a great cause. Thank you for having me on to help support the Jimmy Fund. There's so many people who need so much help. It's an honor to be on. It's also an honor to follow the crafts who I mean people in New England are so lucky to have them as owners and to have the organization that they put together with the head coach and the quarterback. Uh, you know, again, you guys know it, we've talked about it, but you know, if you are a teenager in the Boston area and you've grown up <laughs> Rooting for that team, you you don't know what real life is like. You've been completely spoiled, and and, and it starts with ownership. And there's a reason that certain teams shine every year, and there's a reason that certain teams never seem to quite get over the hump. And the longer you're around it, the more you understand that. And so the people there are very lucky to have the group that the Patriots have put together. So it's it's not a you deal today.
0: Adam, it's like when I tell people of a certain age that we were banned from Monday Night Football for like a decade. They they don't believe it. You know, they they, they think you're full of it, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, again, (laughs) there are a lot of sports fans who have grown up wondering what it would be like to win a championship. A championship. And, you know, thanks to the people in charge there, you've seen the number of championships that you all have had to celebrate.
0: I assume when it comes to uh, any kind of discipline from the league, that y- you're not hearing anything with regard to Mr. Kraft. Well, you should have asked him that question. Did you ask him I that is, question? I did not ask him. I probably should have asked him that. I think he sa- he, sa- he, he sounded. I mean, we're focusing. We are focusing currently on on uh, trying to raise money for those who are fighting cancer, uh, Adam. Uh, however, but um, well, you asked I mean, me the question after you had him on the phone. He sound. He sounded. He sounded like it sounded to me like he is planning on being there.
1: I, oh, I think he's going to be there. That's what I think. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be. I haven't heard anything contrary to that. But uh, we'll see how it all. But again, you had the source on himself during the during the telethon, and you asked me the questions. So well, I, my 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 guess, and I emphasize the guess, would be that he'll be there, and we'll see how it all shakes out.
2: Well, with all due deference, Adam, you are the <laughs> ultimate uh, NFL insider, and some think you're a precog and that you actually may know things about certain players and owners before they themselves actually know it.
1: Uh, well, that's quite that, w- that would be uh, a tremendous honor, and as I always say, you're only as good as the people who give you the information.
2: Uh, Adam, I wanted to ask you, uh, we did talk for a moment uh, with Mr. Kraft about uh, Jay-Z and him introducing yeah. uh, Mr. Kraft to his help. Uh, The NFL and Goodell introduced with Jay-Z and their cooperation now. Do you have any information as to what NFL team Jay-Z may be looking to become a minority owner in? You
1: know, I think everybody expects that to happen. My understanding is it's a down-the-line type of arrangement. I don't think that that's happening right now. Um, Maybe I'm misinformed. I don't think it's a pressing type of issue where you're going to see him become an owner this year, next year. I don't think that. Um, again, we'll see how it plays out. Things change. Situations are always fluid. But I, I think that he aspires to be, uh, at some point, an NFL owner of some sort. And it wouldn't surprise me if that winds up happening. I just don't think that that's close to happening right now.
0: Are you Are you hearing that there are m- more than one when it, when it comes to players who feel like maybe Jay Z has uh, has sold out the cause a little bit by by working with the NFL. Well,
1: I'm sure there are. I mean, you've heard Eric Reed be very outspoken about this. Yeah. Uh, he has kind of carried the torch on this here uh, and really tried to shine a light on that from his perspective. And uh, I mean, you know, just using common sense, there's no way that Eric Reed is the only one who feels that way. There's just no way. I mean, Colin Kaepernick is another one that feels that way. So there's two players, right, right there. <laughs> that we know of how many others look there's a lot of different viewpoints and perspectives out there i'm sure there are people who believe uh what eric reed and colin kaepernick are saying uh and expressing and i'm sure there are people who 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 look the other way
2: uh adam what can you tell us about the conditional reinstatement of Josh Gordon, you know, we're obviously not privy to a lot of information. Coach Belichick the Mm -hmm. other day was very forthcoming at his press conference talking about it, uh, saying that he felt like a witness and wanted to be let down from the stand. Uh, Can you shed any further light on Gordon's reinstatement?
1: You know, I don't know much more than anybody else other than to say that, again, as we all know, he was conditionally reinstated last Friday. He's back in the building. He's going to meetings. Uh, I don't think they let him back in the building with the organization if the idea is that he's not going to play this season, assuming that he abides by all the conditions that have been laid out for him. So, I'm going to assume that now that he's back there that I think he's going to be ready to open the regular season. Now, when he comes off NFI, when he's allowed to practice, all those types of things, uh, look, he's back there two, three weeks before they open the regular season. Three weeks, I think he showed up Sunday so that would be given three weeks and three weeks would be enough time for Josh Gordon to get ready. I don't think it's accidental that it would be three weeks at that point in time. And so we, we all wait to see. But, you know, what conditions are we talking about? Uh, you know, listen, the guy is, we all know, is on a short leash that there's any type of transgression that he risks his entire NFL future. Uh, we we all believe he's going to be playing. I, I believe in the regular season opener. I mean, it's really the same old story with him right just we're fast forwarding to august of 2019
0: is um when you look at the antonio brown situation do you see that getting any better or do you see it getting worse adam
1: well i mean it's been six months that they've been looking for a helmet they've they've tried about 15 different types of helmets and haven't found one that worked now i know that he was back at practice yesterday according to john groom with a helmet that have been certified. I don't know whether Antonio Brown is willing to play in a game with the one he was wearing at practice yesterday, or he's going to continue looking for a new one, or how that will play out. I I just think that, you know, with somebody like that, you you just don't know what's going to be next. You just don't know. Like, so many times we thought this particular situation was over, only to have it flare back up again. And it has. And so, I, I think with him, I would never say it's over. It's just because it rarely is. There's usually something that follows. He's, he's that good of a player, uh, that talented, but also you know comes with some of these sideshow things that come, that happen, and, and they've been happening this summer. Um, and, and I think the Raiders were getting tired of it, to be perfectly frank, and I think that's why Mike Mayak read the statement he did the other day and came out as strong as he did, saying you're either all in or you're all out, uh, because I think that they were prepared and considering sending him a five-day letter if that behavior continued on and he wasn't showing up there.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was uh, any accident that he went to the team's Twitter. That was not hard knocks entertainment that Mayock was putting up the other day. Um, Adam, I wanted to ask you the last question. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, it's the needle mover here in Boston and what's on everyone's mind about the Tom Brady contractual situation. Did you hear of any discord during the negotiations and do you really think that both sides would be open to a new deal in season so as to prevent the all-out panic that would take place (laughs) would Tom Brady reach, God forbid, free agency next February?
1: Yeah, well, it's going to be an issue that just hangs out there all year long. And I didn't hear of any discord. I'm not aware of any discord. I don't think that that was a factor. I, I just think that you know people forget that People have lives and they have families and sometimes, you know, you want to do what's best for your wife or your kids and, and Tom is forty two now and I'm sure that um, his family has sacrificed plenty for him to do what he's done and to be as dedicated as he is to his job to do it at the level he has. So again, if it's me just looking at it from the outside, I'm just reading the signs, right? His home is for sale. He's on a contract at Voids. I mean, it, 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 it's just saying, it's just saying that this has the potential, one way or another, for this to be his last season in New England.
0: Oh, oh. oh. Adam! Come oh. on! Oh, shefty, Adam. you're killing me! Adam, no. Oh. Oh. Uh. Let, 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 let,
1: let, let me repeat that. <laughs> his home is for sale, <laughs> his contract voids. It has the potential, I'm not telling you it will be. But I'm just telling you, the elements are in place for it mm. to be. That doesn't mean it will be. But isn't that odd? All those things, like, doesn't that make you go, "Hmm, that's interesting." Uh-huh. It makes me go, "Hmm, that's interesting." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, again, we'll see what he does. I'm just telling you.
0: Way to kill the mood in here. I felt, I mean, right up to that point, I felt great. I, did. I just, I just, I did. Yeah, yeah,
1: Is there a well, bar well, card I, here? I'm not. <laughs> d- 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 did did I did I say he was leaving? No. <laughs> no yes. It doesn't did matter. It? Did I did I say it's curious and interesting? Yes. Again, yeah. if if you were in the last year of your contract at Wei and you put mm-hmm. your home up for sale and you structured <laughs> your contract to be up for that year and you had ties in other places and your wife was an international star and celebrity, wouldn't that raise your eyebrows a little bit?
0: Yes. No, that's just a negotiating point for Greg.
1: Okay, okay, well, then that's an excellent (laughs) negotiating point, and I'm sure he'll be able to leverage that with the station to maximize his earnings. Yes, yes.
2: But this is New England. Uh, We like uh, to push uh, past uh, the emotionally uh, obvious. uh, obvious
1: (laughs) You know, know, I'll I'll just say this. I remember, I I, I don't know what year it was, um, but sometimes it's just these little things that you just look at, right? Like, so... I had just gotten to Indianapolis in the combine, and I was sitting there during lunch, and I'm playing around on Twitter, and I don't know what led me to do it, but there was something that happened that day, and I go something to the effect of, of course, this is LeBron's last year in Cleveland. Like, just look at it. Like, his contract's up. He's not talking. He hasn't (laughs) spoken to the team, whatever it was, whatever the elements in place were. And I tweeted out, I mean, that was my opinion. I didn't know anything, just like in – in this particular case, I don't know anything more than we all know right now. But you just look at it. Sometimes you say, it, "Well, something is afoot here." And I put that out there. And I was amazed at the reaction on Twitter from all the people in Cleveland who called me every curse in the book and denigrated and demeaned me. It was unbelievable. I'm like, "Wow!" I, I'm like, "I guess they don't see it." You know, they're 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 living it. They don't want to believe it. That's their guy. Yeah. And sometimes. You know you you're, you're so close to the picture um that it's tough to see the full picture when you're inside the frame. It's and, blind
0: it's it's blind loyalty. That's yeah, and that's what we're all suffering from so.
1: Well, um, again, and and that's good that everybody's that loyal and 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 I'm not telling you I'm right, I'm just telling you like look at the signs. The signs suggest something is going on. That's all. Now, he may sign a lifetime contract next year. He may play 20 more years in New England, but it's odd. That's all I'm saying. It's odd.
0: Adam, um, thanks a lot for joining us during the 18th annual WEI Nesson Jimmy Fund Radio Telethon. Your support every year is great, and and, uh, and thanks for being on with us this morning.
1: Well, it's a great cause. It's an honor to be on, and I hope everybody supports the Jimmy Fund as much as they possibly can, whether it's a dollar, $5, $10, $25, whatever it may be. And thank you for having me. And hope you guys raise a
0: ton of money. Eight seven 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 three eight one two three four is a number. If you want to follow Adam Schefter's advice and, and donate this morning, eight seven 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 three eight one two three four. We continue from Fenway Park. Today is presented by the Arbella Insurance Foundation. We'll be right back.